So, Jim. Matt. I realized um, the other day that I am 41 and uh, have been married for three years. Yeah. Um, so I went into CVS and I went back to the pharmacy uh, section and I went into one of the aisles and uh, I saw uh, in the in the same aisle as me, very close to what I needed to get, um, one of the most beautiful women that I've seen at least, at least that week. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, I still got that case of Imodium. An entire case of Imodium. From the basement of Ruby's on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover, a soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats, proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop. Along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finestkind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runs and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. and go bananas. We're gonna go banana cakes and grab Good a stack of flapjacks that we your nana makes. Over oh, my name is Matt. Jim, what's up, bud? Uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. It's Thursday, so I'm feeling a little bit disoriented about recording the podcast on Thursday. It feels like it feels like the last match was like a month ago. Now. I know, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I for for context for everybody else, I was in um, Dayton for work the last two days. Uh, and well, no one would go to Dayton for fun. <laughs> <laughs> but to sum up my trip to Dayton and uh, the entire experience that I had there, um, I, I genuinely I lived in Dayton. We've we've talked about this before. Yeah. I, I genuinely enjoy uh, hanging out with uh, friends of mine that still live in Dayton, and um, it has definitely gotten. There's a lot more cool places to go. Uh, since I lived there, um, which has been at this point thirteen years, something along those lines. So, um, but so I always stay at the uh, uh, convention center hotel, which is a Radisson. Um, okay, that's uh, a name drop. Um, but uh, no, I it, it's it's actually surprisingly inexpensive um, for a downtown hotel. It is, um, I think, mostly because they have a shit ton of rooms it's a 12-story hotel and wow uh, yeah and and there's just not a lot going i mean even now with with you know you know covid and you know all that sort of stuff, there's not nearly as many conventions happening in downtown yeah. dayton there's not nearly as much business travel and things along those lines so it is you know it it fits in my budget uh work-wise and um parking's free oh there you so, go um but, I, I imagine that maybe like the hotels near Wright Patterson maybe get more business. I don't Probably. know. Probably, yeah. yeah. No, I think a lot yeah. more government travel and a lot more people that you know, like if if you're staying in Dayton overnight, you're you're staying there. Um, I mean, there's a lot of reasons you could be, but but I would I would guess you're there for work. You're there for um, you know, family lives there. Yeah. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. People aren't booking spring break in Dayton. 
No, you know, no. um, there's a apparently there's a nice concert venue near there. There's some, a few, yeah. There's yeah. A, there's Frey's Pavilion. There's Rose Music Center. Is is I think really that's nice. The one I'm yeah, there's of, there's yeah. a few uh, outdoor venues that are really nice in Dayton. Rose, I've not been to. I've just heard is really nice. Frey's, I, I've been to a few times. It's smaller. I saw um, sticks there. Actually, sticks. Yeah, yeah. It was it was just the the one dude. But you know, I I was just like I got free tickets. And I just was in the third row and screamed Mr. Roboto for uh, almost the entire set. Who's who's the one guy left in Sticks? Dennis DeYoung? Yeah, it's Dennis DeYoung. Yes, <laughs> okay. thank you. I just couldn't remember his name. <laughs> I, um, I can actually list the entire line yeah. of Sticks. Well, well so once once Hera Arena um, got destroyed by a tornado and then didn't reopen, um, that was actually, like, that was the place to see, especially rock concerts, because that venue was, it was built it felt like it was i mean it was built for hockey but it felt like yeah. it was built for rock concerts it was like a it was like a, a 6000 seat hockey arena but the acoustics were amazing in there it was i saw the beastie boys there oh, wow. i saw um who else did i see there i saw um is that where the Bombers played? No. Well, this was the original arena the Bombers played at. Uh, and then they moved to Wright State and played at the Nutter Center, which is um, one of the worst arenas I've ever been in in my life. It's it's basically they built a 10,000-seat um, you know, arena with one concourse, and the concourse is uh, on the top of the arena. So if you have... That decent, makes sense. Yeah, if you have decent tickets at all, you basically have to walk up, you know the entire arena to do anything um and it's it's has a precariously uh small amount of bathrooms and concession stands and the upper concourse is a horseshoe not a bowl so you cannot get from if you're in say section 101 you cannot get to section 130 by just walking across so there's a huge if the if the event is sold out, there's a huge crowd crush. Um, yeah. So I saw I did see um, Elvis Costello at uh, Nutter Center, and it was a very good show. It's just it was not a great venue to see him in. Yeah. You know? Sure. So whatever. Um, so we. Uh, so yeah, no. Uh, spent a couple days in Dayton. Had a had a really good time. Um, but the hilarious part was talking to my friend Steve about um, what bar we could meet up at because all of uh, the bars I kept suggesting he said that he was banned from because of Bob Pollard from uh, Guided by Voices being his friend. <laughs> I mean, there are worse reasons. No, just because they both got drunk there. And, yeah, yeah, you know, and Bob like Pollard. Not, not, yeah, yeah. I'm Bob's... Bob, Bob's a partier, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hadn't heard that about him. Yeah, no, no, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I want to start a new life with uh, my valuable crew draw away. Uh, that's my segue. Uh, okay. We'll go to New England um, to, uh, you know, objectively the best stadium in Major League Soccer. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Gillette Stadium is the best a man can get. It is the best stadium uh, in Major League Soccer, in the same way that Bob Pollard is a teetotaler. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but no, I, I, I do. Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> oh, that game. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't. I have one distinct memory of this game, um, mm-hmm. and so 
the previous week, after we had recorded um, our last podcast, yeah, but before the the New England game, yeah, um, I made a Twitter faux pas. Yes. Oh, I forgot about this. Yes. yes. And so, so apparently, Jimmy made it bad. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So basically, I guess someone tweeted something about. Um, I don't even remember what they tweeted exactly, but it was something about Josh Williams um, saying something bad about Derek Etienne. Yes. And it was an in-joke, unless you read the dispatch, which I do not. Yeah. And so I tweeted in response that Derek Etienne is ten times the player that Josh Williams is, and I don't care how much the fan base loves Williams. Yeah. Not knowing the context. And so a bunch of people piled on me. Yeah. Um, you know, friends of the pod, um, you know who you are and you know what you did. But yeah. And, and, a, and, and a lot of people said that I should delete the tweet. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that because if I make a mistake, uh, I'm not going to like, I'm going to own it. Yeah. You're not Frank LaRose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this is basically a segue into, um, for the first New England goal, um, I really had a lot of admiration for Josh Williams being the tallest, blondest um, uh, traffic cone in the world. <laughs> um, he, to, he did kind of stand there. To to if if what you are trying to do is to encapsulate and 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 basically exemplify the inertness of a traffic cone. Uh huh. That's Josh Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Doubling the fuck down, man. Well, right. I just I felt completely right. justified in what I had said after this. Vindicated, I'm selfish, I brought. Okay, dashboard confessional. Let's get. Yeah, okay, okay. So um, that's all I got with that game. Um, um I do want to. Yeah, Miguel Berry scored. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, which which is great. Hurtado scores. Well, yeah, and so yeah. and so you know, actually, it's not all I got from this game. No, well, I do want to yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah, I do yeah, want to yeah. talk about. I I like the fact that we you know we go down on the. I, I don't like the fact that we go down on the road. Like like because we're up for the majority of this game. We're we're, we're yeah. winning for. Um, we're winning for 50-odd uh, minutes of this game, um, and we, we go down on the road. We go down by two, yep. um, which is not good. And then Hurtado does end up pulling it out for us, which is great. Yeah, and, you know, good goals from us. Um, mm-hmm. I would also like to point out in a continuing series of Jim being a cranky old man, who did not start for us in this game? Florent. Yep. Um, but no, I thought I saw earlier today that he wasn't healthy. Uh, he came on in the forty-sixth minute. Yeah, today. but 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 there was right, there was, right, a, right, there was but, a conversation about him not being a hundred percent. Oh no, I'm not. And so I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying that, that Porter um, didn't start him for some tactical reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. that's that's what I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm Zalran is supposed to be, and we'll talk about this with the the match preview for this week. But yeah. but he. I think he basically was just like, I'm just going to play you for a half, and yeah. it's which one you want, and, you know, second half. For Zelleran, for me, that makes more sense. The I game so. is going to be scrappier in the second half. There might be more. There weren't a whole lot, but there might be more opportunities for free kicks. There I, might be I more. Agree. I, think, yeah. I, think, I think that's the correct, as much as I like to shit on Porter, that's, his, that's, that's the correct um, uh, choice. In that, if you if you only use the guy for for a half, yeah, right, yeah, put him on and and hope that there's some you know 
a bad, not a bad foul. Well, just, that, just there's there is an opportunity yeah. near the goal that he can make a difference. Yeah, because yeah. because players they again, you're right. They get sloppier the more the game goes on. Yeah, they're, they're more prone to just. This wasn't this wasn't a very sloppy game though. No, it like, wasn't. Like it wasn't. I mean, you know, there's a few cards. There wasn't anything that that I remember as being, you know, intently egregious. Uh, I mean, it's been you know five days since I watched the game. So yeah, and I, I might be I might be wrong, but I no, I don't it was think it was, was. It, it wasn't a particularly exciting game, but there wasn't it any, wasn't no. yeah no it's a game in New England yeah it's a game on that you know garbage turf field um, in that just cavernous bowl of the one thing that I thought was interesting uh, off you know out, outside of the play outside of the 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 game itself was that New England was selling tickets in the upper bowl. Yeah. And I don't remember... I, I don't, you know, I, I it's not that I don't remember. It's that I don't... Um, I don't recall a game that I've been to in New England where the Upper Bowl's been open at all. Yeah. In in That's weird. Yeah. Right? It, oh, it's very weird because basically what you're having... You're not going to sell that many tickets in the Upper Bowl mm. because you're not going to sell at the Lower Bowl. Yeah. But the thing is, if you... If you sell tickets to the upper bowl, then you're going to have to have people. You have to staff it. Yeah, yeah. There, there needs to be um, people preventing people like me from, um, you know, however many years ago, going up to the upper bowl and smoking cigarettes and, yeah, and doing, right. you know, nefarious things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinking absinthe or whatever. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> could writing it, fuck Tom Brady and all the you know, no, I didn't. Do could that. it could it, deflating footballs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Could it be? Uh, so I remember when we played in Ohio Stadium, mm -hmm. and I would they did not have the upper. Uh, it, excuse me. Historic Cruise Stadium, Stadium number one. one. Yes, you're right. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so they did not have the upper bowl open at all. Like you couldn't. Yeah, it was block it, it off. Yeah, yeah but. But I do remember often going as high up as I could in the lower section yeah. where there was no one. Yeah. Could it be that they're not selling tickets to the Upper Bowl, but people are just going up there anyway? No, because there is a row of luxury boxes in between those two okay. Those two sections. Those two sections are not... Um, it, it's like, uh, well, like when I went to Comiskey... Um, it, it's not actually as bad as Comiskey because if you go to Comiskey, uh, I, I'm only saying that because the last baseball stadium that I went to, and it's uh, the the best example. But if you go to Comiskey, I thought they got rid of Comiskey. It's the new Comiskey, whatever oh. it's called now. It's also a mortgage company that sponsors it. Historic and, Comiskey uh, Stadium, this, too. Yeah, new New Comiskey Stadium, yeah. whatever. Um, you have to enter on whatever your tickets are assigned for. Yeah. Um, and the the ticket gate line is at the point that you go in. So you, if you have um, field seats, mm -hmm. you can't go up to the upper deck. If you have upper deck seats, you can't go to the field. Club seats, et cetera, et cetera. They're all they're all segregated now. Now Gillette is not like that. Okay. But. Um, it is not uh, supposed to be walkable because all of the ramps that they have in between and all that sort of stuff, the the revs ostensibly rope off. Um, okay. But they don't put security at all of the rope lines and things like that. So, you know, if people, nefarious, you know, 31-year-olds want to go smoke a cigarette in the upper bowl, 
they nature finds a way. Yes, yes. Yeah, nature finds a way. We'll just say that. But um, you know, final thoughts on on the uh, final thoughts on the the game um, in New England. I just it was. I think it's kind of a typical game for us on the road just because we gave up a couple of goals that at least one of which really we should not have given up. Yeah. And we know we have offensive firepower. Um, I really don't think that we're as solid defensively as where we need to be if we're going to... We, I can see us easily making the playoffs this season. Yeah. With the defense that we've got, I do not see us getting very far into the playoffs at all. Yeah. No, that's, I, I, I that's, at, at this point in the season, that's that seems pretty realistic. And we'll talk about we'll we're, we're going to talk about in the next segment. You know, do do around the league, and then we're also going to talk about U.S. Open Cup because that everything that happened. everything happened. Um, I think the last game actually should have finished by now because there was one game that had a uh, lightning delay, and it had to be. Um, I want to say it was the Minnesota game, if I remember correctly. I might be wrong on that, but it, yeah. it, there was a game that had a lightning delay that ended up starting again at 3 o'clock this afternoon. So that should be over by now. Um, the draw is actually at 8.30 tonight, so I don't know if we're going to continue or we're going to be able to uh, record that long because... Um, well, because I, I, be, I have to be back in the home by 9. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> or else they charge me double. <laughs> don't want the intake person to have to pay overtime um, uh, yeah but let's take a break Absolutely. we'll be back we're the pros from dover stick around all right we are back it is segment two of the pros from dover that's jim i'm matt how's it going well about the same as it was 15 minutes ago i i assumed yeah no yeah. amanda got us some refills on drinks and we are good I do want to thank Ruby Tuesday again for uh, being our uh, host as far as that goes. I also, uh, because I uh, have not done it the last couple episodes, I do want to thank Schaefer the Dark Lord for our theme song. Uh, Apologies to him on that. I thought we were going to have our new uh, front and end bumps uh, recorded at this point, but uh, Greg has been too busy selling marijuana. So um, he lives in California. He does it legally, and... Fuck you, DA. DA. <laughs> anyway, um, so you want to get into? Let's get into. So I want to talk about this Detroit City thing. Yeah, I want to talk about the. I do want to uh, talk about the Cincinnati thing that happened, which I think is fucking hilarious. Um, but we'll talk about that after we kind of go around the league here real quick and talk about uh, Major League Soccer um, this week and talk about the standings and and. All that nonsense. So, um, let's go ahead and start with. Um, we already, yeah, we already talked about the Cincinnati-Toronto game the last uh, last go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte uh, Saturday. This is May seventh, so a little bit ago. Uh, Charlotte beats Miami one nothing. Yep. Uh, Montreal um, four to one against Orlando. Yeah. It's a big game for them. Big game at home. Um, Montreal led the entire match. First game or first goal, rather, coming from Waterman at the 21st minute. Uh, Orlando doesn't do anything until it's already two nothing. Uh, they score in the 72nd, um, and then uh, Montreal uh, responds. Yeah, responds in the 81st uh, and 84th minute. So they end up uh, winning that one. Another four-one tie. 
and you hate to see it. It's Atlanta beating Chicago four to one. Um, yeah, that's that's just terrible. Yeah. Hat trick by uh, Sinceros, um, and uh, Lennon scores a goal for them. Uh, Chicago, weirdly enough, the uh, Google is not reporting who the goal scorer was in the eleventh minute. It's just saying Chicago scored in the eleventh minute, which is. Um, confusing and frightening for me. Uh, I am I'm not part of your world. I'm just a poor, unfrozen caveman lawyer. Yes. Uh, uh, my app tells me it was Chinoso Offor. Okay. Well, good for him. It didn't matter. Chicago yes. was down again. Uh, Red he, Bull played Portland. By the way, he is so he's so well known that he doesn't actually have a photo. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Plays for Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Metro uh, Portland tie one to one in uh, Jersey. Uh, Portland scores first. Metro comes back and scores. Meh, NYCFC and uh, the Wiz uh, tie at nothing. Uh, again, kind of a nothing burger of a game. DC United beats the uh, Clash by a score of two to nothing. Which, um, yeah, the Clash still fucking suck. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 weird how just to interject, it's yeah. it's weird how we've played enough in the season where there's basically three groups of teams now. Yeah, we can t- we know that like LAFC are are very good. Yeah, we know that say Orlando are not very good. Yeah, not so great. And yeah. then there's teams like us where it's like, are are we any good or not? Yeah, we we well, it's one of those where we have we have moments where we do well, and then we have yeah. moments where we fucking shit the bed. Yeah. Um. So it's a cruise season. I I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a normal cruise season. Um, Cincinnati uh, goes to Minnesota, and uh, they win one nothing. They win in stoppage time. Yeah, um, actually, yeah. which you know, good on them. Um, it it seemed like it was a actually. An attacking game. Um, there were, you know, six shots on target for Cincinnati, five for Minnesota. Um, pretty even possession. Man, um, Brandon Vasquez. Brandon Vasquez has got six goals in ten games for them. Yeah. Hey, good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dallas beats the Sounders uh, by a score of two to nothing. Uh, San Jose beats uh, Colorado. Uh, foreshadowing some open cup stuff, mm-hmm. not with Colorado, but whatever. By one to nothing, and uh, LAFC and Philadelphia draw, which I assumed was going to happen in that match. Yeah. Um, those are going to be the two. Those are the team two teams to beat this year. Right. Um, yeah. That's that's just what it is. Them drawing, especially in LA, does not surprise me at all. Um, no, not not at all. Yeah, Vancouver on Sunday beats Toronto by a score of one to nothing. That also makes sense. Uh, Nashville beats uh, RSL by a score of two to nothing. And uh, last game of the weekend, uh, the Galaxy beat Austin, um, which good. So let me ask you. Good, a question. and I'm happy. Let me ask you a question. Yes, please. Um, well, actually, Nashville are not. I mean, they have 15 points. They're they're in the combined table. They're 11th. Yeah. Should I be surprised every time I see that they've won? No. Okay. No, they have a pretty decent team, and like looking at well, look at the Western Conference table here. I mean, Salt Lake and Nashville are neck and neck. Yeah. Right now, so it's it's not. Um, they they have their they, Nashville is kind of got the same thing going on that we have 
right now. Um, the difference is, is apparently they know where the sight lines on their goddamn stadium, and they're not that worried about um, playing on the surface of the moon because they probably already were. Right. Yeah. I just. And I know. Did they have a home game before the new stadium opened? Actually, that's 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 the better question. I yeah. don't know the answer to that. Let yeah, me, I don't know either. I'm going to go ahead and investigate that. Okay, well, you do here. that, and then I'm going to riff a little bit. because yeah. So, we're going to get to this later, um, that Cincy don't suck nearly as much as they have in the past. Yeah. But I still think of them kind of as an expansion team, although that might be a little unfair. This is like their fourth season It's now. fine to be unfair to Cincinnati. Yeah, don't I, worry about it. But... but um, I th- Nashville started the entire season on the road. Yeah. Yeah, so they yeah. did not play a home game until... It's it's like we were in 99, yeah. where the first home game we played was in May. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably would have been in... I honestly think we probably would have been in 2021 had it not been for COVID, uh, and had it not been for the fact that our stadium opened late. But I think more so COVID, because they didn't get an opportunity to do a sending off at the old stadium. Yeah. And I think that that was, and, and I will, I will, I will shit on the new ownership group for a lot, but that was, um, an amazing night and it was, it, it was needed. Yeah. Um, a hundred percent it was. Anyway, continue. Well, okay. So obviously Houston is something of an expansion team. So Charlotte, so is Nashville. Houston's not an expansion. Uh, not team. Houston, Austin. Austin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so Austin have the second best record in the league so far, which is bizarre as hell. They have they have twenty points. LAFC have twenty three. Okay. Yeah. Um, Nashville are mid table. Yeah. More than mid table. They're almost in the top third of the table. Um, I don't know where Charlotte is. I imagine that of those three teams, Charlotte's got thirteen points, so they're they're below. Yeah, they're yeah. below Nashville. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because of the Cincinnati experience, but I'm a little. Well, I'm 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 frankly shocked that Austin are doing so well. It just seems absurd. You know what? At, at the end of the day, uh, technical staff wise and whatever, hey, good on them. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I I don't want to see that team do well. Right. Um, I you know. I, I don't um, like anybody that that went to Austin. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I, but at the same time, like you know, if you earn it, you earn it. They're not like Seattle, right? You know, they didn't. They didn't. There's there was no. Um, they didn't break any rules. Yeah, Started, like like it, it wasn't. They're they're not. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the most um, concise way to say this, but but Austin, at the end of the day, fuck their entire ownership group, fuck their entire management team, fuck anybody who works for that team. But at the end of the day, if you win on the field, you win on the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they've got yeah. So they've got this, that's that's where that's where my head's at on it. They've got this guy Drusi Sebastian. Drusi, I don't know. He's Argentine. Um, but he's got seven goals in ten games. He's yeah. leading. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, but but emotions okay, I aside, also, I'm I will just, also I'm, say that I'm I will also shocked. say it's artificially inflated their 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 amount of goals because 
10 of them came in the first two games. Well, true. They're sitting on 22 goals right now. Yeah. 10 of them came in the first two games. And that's great. You know, those those goals still count, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's not a... Um, it's not spread out. It's not consistent. Right. No, um, I'm, I'm... Yeah, I'm not saying anything like that. Yeah, but yeah. I am... But, I mean... They've, they only, they've also only lost two games. Yeah, they've, they've got they've, twi- they've they're got 20 points. Two. Yeah, no, they, they got, they're doing well this year. Yeah, they have got 20 points in 10 games. Yeah. Um, and so, I guess what I'm... I know that we we're talking about this a little bit longer than I was expecting. No, it's fine. But if you got more stuff to talk about, do it. Well, I, this is just sort of a question that has occurred to me. Is Cincinnati the anomaly in that they are just and have just been especially bad for an expansion team? Or are Austin and to a degree Nashville the oddballs because they're doing well as expansion teams? Well, Inter Miami is bad. That's true. I forgot. And they were that. also bad. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think it, I think it's you know, you you do go into Austin. Um, with an entire essentially set up for an office that you've been working on at that point for six, seven years. True. Um, and that includes player scouting. That includes Josh Wolf. That includes um, you know, a lot of the people that you brought in. That includes a goddamn greenskeeper. Yeah, you brought in there. I mean, there's 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 a lot of this. So, um, yeah, there's a bit of that. But um, Cincinnati, yeah, so, Cincinnati, on the same, on, on the other hand, Cincinnati has all the goddamn money in the world. Yeah, they have the Nederlanders behind them. Mm-hmm. They have, um, you know, I, I I can't remember the entire rest of their ownership group, but they have. Cincinnati has so much money behind them that if they wanted to just buy an MLS Cup team, they probably could. You know, they could they could just and and weirdly enough now. I think we do too. I mean, maybe we do. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how much money the Haslam's have. I don't know how much money you know everybody else has. But, but it's it's one of those things where you 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 have people that talk about with all these ownership groups now. You have people talking about oh, you know, who can talk about spending a million, two million, three million dollars? Like they're talking about oh, do I want to go get a cup of coffee today? Right. You know. Like it, it's it it boggles the mind. This is this goes back to our whole like, you know, these people are not your friend. They don't yeah. give a shit about you. But at the same time, um, Cincinnati has. It, 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 I I wanted to go into this later, but we can go into this now. Well, no, 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 no. Well, because I because well, here I'm going to ask a couple other questions. Or I'm going to make a statement, then I'm going to ask a question. All right, cool. Um, do it. So the statement is: I think that the. I think that the model for an expansion yeah. team doing well straight out of the gates is probably Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, they just, they hit everything out of the park. Yeah. And they, they spared no expense in doing so. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, but look at, okay. But my question, here's yes. my question. Okay. Um, wouldn't you say that um, New England have pretty much always been a team that had enough money to buy an MLS Cup if they wanted to. 
Yeah, but they didn't want to. Apparently not. No, Robert Kraft doesn't give a shit about that team. <laughs> yeah. It's Robert Kraft. I, 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 I firmly believe that he was just buddies with Lamar Hunt. And he was just like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Let's do this. And I won't lose a tremendous amount of money on it. Well, because they don't—they already have the stadium. And, and I'm going to lock—I'm going to lock this up in Boston for ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm never—I'm never going to do anything with this team. I'm never going to do anything where, because quite honestly, if you took the New England Revolution and put them anywhere in Central Boston, if you put them anywhere where they would be accessible to the vast majority of people in Boston, that don't want to fucking go out to Foxborough because Foxborough is not Boston. Um, yeah, I don't really even know where it is. It is... I would have to Google this. Don't I worry will, about I will it. do it right now. No, because I'm genuinely... I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it is goddamn far. Um, let's do this. Let's do Fenway Park. Okay. I'm going to do Fenway Park. Put this in the Google box real quick here. Mm-hmm. And then we'll wait because we're in a basement of a bar that was built... Um, uh, in the Probably 18, around the same time as Fenway. In the 1800s, yeah. No, this, this is... The, yeah, this is a very old bar. Um, I, I'm going to guess it is because my internet has just decided to shit the bed for the first time Hang since on. I've been down there. Fenway Park to Gillette Stadium. I think it's a 40-minute drive. Okay. Yeah, it's... Okay. Well, I'll tell you this. In the reverse direction, yeah, okay. Um, hold on. Yeah, it's 42 minutes. Yeah, 42 minutes. Oh, Foxborough. For, why did I think that Foxborough was north of Boston? No. Okay. No, it's uh, west of Boston. It's, um, it's actually more well, it's south. southwest, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, Foxborough, the thing is, is that there is a rail connection to Gillette Stadium that they only use on Patriots game days. Yeah, it's basically equidistant between Providence and, and Boston. Yeah, okay. yeah, which yeah. makes sense. Yes, no, it's mm-hmm. perfectly fine for the football team because the NFL team has been entrenched in that market for so long, and that is that is what happens for for uh, an MLS team. Forty minute drive. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Fuck you! Like no, <laughs> no, I, I no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um. But Robert Kraft doesn't want to build a, a stadium in downtown Boston. He doesn't want to build a stadium anywhere near, you know, anywhere near Boston. I can't even imagine what the real estate prices are in downtown Boston. Well, but 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 he's built a giant ass mall outside of his stadium in Foxborough. It's it's they have like an Easton out there. Yeah, you know, and and no, he's just bringing consumers in. He doesn't care if it's. You know, five, twenty, five, ten, twenty thousand people. There's people coming in and, and doing things around that stadium beforehand, paying him for parking, paying him for all this stuff where he doesn't have to do shit. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's the whole. That's the Foxborough bit. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, sorry for the digression, folks. But yeah, no. it just no, it just it's. Uh, um, Maybe this is something that I should work on, and I should just sort of like see what expansion teams have done well in their first couple of seasons. I would like to, uh, yeah, I would like to see that because um, I mean, Toronto was shit. 
yeah, their for first a long few time. years. Yeah. I mean, even more than well, that. Well, Chicago won MLS Cup in their, like, their, their first second. season. Yeah. <laughs> they won it in their first season. They won, uh, they won the double. Yeah, and it's they been won, all downhill the from there. Yeah, they won the supporter <laughs> shield. That that was the joke when Scotty was still running this bar. Is you have to be older than the um, Chicago Fire's first, or you have to yeah, you have to be older than the Chicago Fire's first championship in order to drink at this bar. Yeah, only championship. So, all right, let's take a break. Uh, we're going to come back. We'll talk a little Open Cup, and then we're going to yeah, talk, we'll talk uh, Saturday's match. Yeah, and Detroit City. Oh, in Detroit City. We need to talk about that because, yeah. um, God forbid, you can't say fuck. We're back in the seconds. Pros from Dover. We're back. It is segment three of the Pros from Dover. My name is Matt. That is Jim. Okay, I'm just looking at the look at the levels here. It, it's actually moving. Yeah, it is yes. moving. It, it was weird there for a second. So, well, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, if I have to fudge the beginning of that in via uh, being at home, I'll do it. Um, no so, biggie. yeah, let's uh, let's talk about. I want to talk about this Detroit City thing for a second because yeah, so holy hell, man. Well, like, so I tweeted this from our from our yeah uh, podcast account and. So, because the byline was from a Cincinnati paper, I assume they were talking about Cincinnati at first. Well, it wasn't. It was a Cincinnati soccer blog, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so the the thing about it was the headline or whatever was something about how um, a supporters a supporters group has to understand that they support a team and they are not an entity that exists just so that they can exist for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I, a lot of supporters groups have, I, a, have that problem. I agree and disagree with both of those things. <laughs> and, and there is a lot to kind of unpack here. But what I will say is that um, the amount of just crybaby bullshit uh, about, uh, hey, uh, we don't want you, and we've told you for years that we don't want you to uh, use swear words. Um, and that we don't want you to uh, use things that can approximate swear words. And uh, we're going to apparently finally enforce that. Um, That doesn't make you special. No, it doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you, like, unique. It's it's a thing that, that happens... Um, Detroit City for a long time has gotten away with uh, doing a lot of things that I personally do not give a shit about. Um, yeah. They're, they're fuck MLS shit. They're fuck Ohio shit. They're fuck whatever else they want to say shit. I don't care. Um, I, I genuinely like, okay, cool. That makes you fun and quirky and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, if I lived in Michigan and supported Detroit City FC, I would probably think fuck MLS as well. Yeah, but... but <laughs> The whole thing is, is that um, you, as a supporters group, need to have a better relationship with your front office, so that this this doesn't come as a random ass tweet um, on a you know Tuesday or whenever it happened. It was it was right before their their game against uh, Louisville, Louisville City, I think. Yeah. Um, and in which is funny because that that's another non MLS team. Um, this wasn't something. Because uh, obviously all that was was on display during the game against the crew. Sure. Which 
okay, cool. <laughs> You're cute. Whatevs. I don't care. But um, the the amount of my club has abandoned me because I can't say the word fuck anymore. Like, oh my god, fucking overperformance much. Yeah, I, I again, you know, I'm a grown man and. I don't have children, and if uh-huh. I did have children, they'd be adults by now. Yeah, um, it, it's it's kind of like I was. Do you know the HBO series Succession? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of profanity in Succession. Uh huh. And I was watching the cast being interviewed, and um, they said, "Do you, you know, do you let your kids watch the show?" And so like the Culkin guy, I can't remember. Which Kieran Culkin? Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, "Yeah, because my kids are like twelve months old or something like that." Yeah. And Brian Cox said, "Well, yeah, my kids watch the show." And the the interviewer said, "So how old are your kids?" And he said, 50. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I don't give a shit if if fans yell "fuck" at no. the stadium. I also don't have small children. Yeah, well, I, I you know what? Here's the thing: is that it, it, it seems like, it, and and the way that Detroit City—I mean, Detroit City now has been around for ten years, yeah—and this has been happening forever. And and it seems like a situation where they have really not given a shit about um, if any of this stuff happens for yeah. for ten years, right? Um, now, um, if it was me. I would continue to not give a shit because it sells you tickets. Because there's a lot of people that really want to... Um, edgelord seems a bit strong, but but that really want to fucking seem like they mean something. They want that, that, they want that scent of hooliganism. Yeah, they want that scent of hooliganism, but they don't actually want to fucking uh, get in a fight with anybody. Or they don't want to actually fucking... Um, you know, have have anything jeopardized at their jobs on Monday or or whatever. And, yeah, and hey, good on you. Yeah, I mean, you know? I I will say this: I would much rather, even if I even if I had I don't know a nine year old or a twelve year old um, whom I took to the games with me. Yeah, um, and I'm standing in the Nordeca. Um, I would much rather have the person behind me yelling the word "fuck." Mm-hmm in my nine-year-old's ear the entire game than I would having someone, when our team scored a goal, spill beer all over us. I That's would fair. much rather have. Yeah, and, and I would also, and, and, and to, to that same thing, I would also, um, you know, I am glad that a lot of Major League Soccer clubs and, and things along those lines have, have eliminated things like homophobic chants. And well, yeah, and that's the other thing I was going to bring up. And things like that. You know, there, there is there is a unfortunate kind of growing pain of, like, you have to kind of weed the people that think that homophobic and racist and, and other bullshit things like that, you have to weed those people out. Because they don't belong at the games. No. They don't belong in the fucking stadiums. They don't belong in, you know, fucking society in general. In general. But the word fuck is not the same thing as using a homophobic slur or racist slur or, or anything yes, like those lines. Yes, yes. I want to I also really kind of come down hard on that side. Like, oh, swearing, 
swearing in in my book. Um, and I obviously don't own Detroit City. I don't own the Columbus Crew. I'm not a fucking member of, uh, you know, uh, not not a member, but I'm not a, uh, a part of the part of the leadership group of any of the uh, Columbus Crew supporters leadership anymore. Yeah. Um, but the word fuck or any other swear word is not the same as some of the fucking awful bullshit that I've heard oh. in Major League Soccer and in other soccer for years and years and years. And I'm glad that that shit is gone from Columbus. It should have been gone years before it was. Um, but, but it hasn't been there for, I would say, you know, 10 maybe eight, ten years at this point. Yeah. I, I think, and I, I'm trying to, because I don't want to be like, oh yeah, it was it was always perfect. Because it wasn't. Oh like, no, there was, was there, not, were, there, there were was a lot of... There was some very fucking awful shit that happened um, in, in Major League Soccer. And I don't want to sugarcoat the fact that, you know, the people who were uh, purportedly supporters of our club... Um, uh, were were part of that at the same time, you know. NYCFC still apparently has some Nazis in their supporters groups and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm so really I, not sure what that's still about. Yeah. But, well, I mean, there was. <clears throat> I, I have. It seems. It seems to me now that crew support has become normalized to the degree where, ten years or so ago, um, one of the. One of the things to do, like a, a, a like a bucket list thing to do, if you lived in Columbus, was to get a ticket for the Nordeca and act like a total drunken asshole. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I don't 100%. think that's and I yeah. don't think that's really the case anymore. Yeah, and and that was the funny thing is that was ten years ago, and that was when. Um, you know, you couldn't cross the tracks anymore. That was when you couldn't do all the things that people really like used to do, like. You know, back in the day, you get drunk at this bar, or when um, the the hooligans bar was open, you get drunk there. Go to Foodland, get a bottle of Mad Dog. You drink that before you got to the tracks. You'd smash it on the tracks. You'd walk across, then you'd go into the game, and you could potentially get in a fight during that game. Yeah, uh, it happened a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, during the 08 Cup run, it happened at. Both of the first two Toronto uh, uh, games here. It happened at the West Ham friendly. It happened at multiple, multiple, multiple games. Um, and I'm not pinning that on us as a badge of courage. I'm not pinning that on us as anything other than it just happened. <laughs> yeah. You well, know? let me let me ask you this, and this is this is really going off on a tangent, but we are ostensibly a, a Columbus Crew podcast and so I want to kind of yeah. I want to kind of talk Also we 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 live in the realm of tangents. We were born there. We yes, were, we were. there, my yes, friend. Yes. Go ahead. Um so one of the slams of the Premier League uh-huh. is that um it's so expensive to go to Premier League games. It is. That to a degree they have wiped out the fan culture because the people who were creating the fan culture can no longer afford to attend the matches. Yeah, same thing with MLS. Well, I'm so I'm so I'm wondering, especially with the with the dramatic increase in ticket prices yeah. from when we moved to the new stadium, 
I wonder if that plays a role at all. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's a bit of um, there's always going to be a going to be a bit of uh, talk of inflation, and I think that that should be something that we look on to maybe for the next podcast uh, about how much because I don't know how much a fifteen dollar ticket in two thousand and six would cost now. Right. You know what I mean? Like well, like off the top of my head, I have, yeah. I have no idea. I but, mean, I do know that the ticket. The ticket that I have now, and have for half of last season, is almost three times the the price of the ticket that I had in Historic Cruise Stadium Two. Yeah, and the my location is comparable in that I am basically in the bottom of the second tier, in the middle. Yeah, um, I'm now facing the sun. As opposed to having the sunset in my back, because I'd have to get a luxury box to get where I was in the old stadium. Of course. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. But that, that notwithstanding, I mean, it's how dare how dare you make less money than those people? Yes, and you know, <clears throat> but but my point being, um, at a certain point, unless you're just like stupid rich, it's no longer worth it to use a Columbus Crew game. To get drunk and act stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. I, I... Yeah. And, you know, that there's, there's good things about that and there's not so good there was also There was also... There was a time and a place where that existed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everything... Nostalgia is a toxic impulse and... Um, it's the pain from an old wound. Yeah. No, it's, that's a madman thing. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we. I really did run this into a tangent. but No, you're fine. Let's talk about Open Cup. Yeah, let's talk about Let's Open talk Cup. about the game, and then let's uh, jettison the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Orlando City uh, in the round of 32 beats Philadelphia by a score of 2-1. to one. Orlando City going on. Uh, Detroit City loses to Louisville uh, by a score of 1-1, uh, one to 4-2 one, to two in pens. Um, so, Louisville going on in that one. Uh, Metro beats uh, United by a score of three nothing. Miami beats uh, Tormentia. I know, I know. South Georgia Tormentia. Yeah, uh, by a <coughs> score of three to one. Two red cards in this game uh, at the same time. I actually did not look at the uh, uh, did not look at the highlight before this, but that seems like somebody <laughs> got in a fight with somebody else. Um, oh, they're from Statesboro. Oh, all right. Well, like the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Sporks beat uh, Dallas by a score of four to two. Uh, Dallas gets a red card, but it isn't till the ninety seventh minute. So, um, you know, Martinez is going to have to sit out the next year's Open Cup or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, LAFC beats Portland two nothing. Charlotte beats Richmond by a score of five to one. Uh, NYCFC beats uh, Rochester by a score of three to one. Um, the Revs beat Cincinnati five to one. Um, holy crap on that one! 
which hey, sweet. Um, Nashville beats Atlanta by a score of three to two. Union Omaha beats Hailstorm <laughs> by a score of two to nothing. Uh, the Clash go on by a score of one to nothing uh, against San Antonio, which that's kind of a bummer because. You know, those guys already got fucked over by Austin. It'd be great to see them continue in the Open Cup, but it is what it is. I'm going to skip ahead the one that I really want to talk about for a half a second here. Uh, Sac- <laughs> Excuse me. Sacramento Republic beats Phoenix by a score of 2 to nothing, which is a bummer because Phoenix is owned by the same people that own Ipswich Town, and I kind of wanted to see them well, I had no succeed. idea. Yeah. Um, Galaxy beats California United by a score of 3 to 2. And then today, because the game was... Um, Weather delayed enough. I'm, I'm assuming lightning. Um, Minnesota beats Colorado by a score of two to one. The other game on this one, which is actually, if you have ESPN Plus, go back and look at it. The Sounders and San Jose in Seattle at their practice facility, which is weird because it's Seattle, and you uh, would think that they just sell the fucking game out because they win a bunch of Open Cups and blah yeah. blah blah. But they played at the practice facility because you know. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, they lose ten to nine on penalties after drawing two to two. That is so awesome. Uh, after both goalkeepers have to take penalties, so uh, good on San Jose's goalkeeper there. Seattle loses, and uh, that is the Open Cup. Um, yeah. So I, I just I just want to say something. I was while you were talking, I was just looking this up. Um, the roster for uh, South Georgia Tormentia, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> Their their roster. Well, it was Bubba and Bo Cephas. Well, and no, it's, this is the weird thing: is that their roster is actually strangely um, um, international, hmm. and so they they have this um, they have this English forward named Keziah Sterling, who is from a suburb of North London, mm-hmm. and I'm just imagining, um, I'm assuming that because his name is Keziah Roy Barrett Sterling, and he is of Jamaican descent that he is probably black. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a black man from North London, finding yourself playing third division professional soccer in Southern Georgia. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, yikes! Yes, I'm just. Yikes. All right, so I do want to talk about the uh, the game we have coming up. Uh, yeah, we're at Yankee Stadium uh, against NYCFC. NYCFC actually with a game in hand on us right now, above us in the table. Uh, they are on uh, goal differential. They're on nine. We're on four. Yeah, um, they're one point ahead of us. Um, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, but it's in the goddamn bowling alley baseball stadium. Well, I know, you know and like, I'm just I'm just thinking. This will be the very first Columbus Crew game my girlfriend has ever seen. Uh-huh. And in bo- person? No, no, oh. no, 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 no. I mean, she's never seen a crew. No, has she ever seen a crew game? I don't think she's ever seen a crew game because she doesn't get she doesn't get the whatever channel that they're on. Yeah, and she's never been to one. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be a great advertisement. Why, for the why t- are you? How is how is this the first one? Like, what's happening? Oh, um. My friend Dave yeah. and, and his wife, whose name I won't say because it's also the name of a popular, um, one of those, it's smart speaker kind of, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that. Alexa. <laughs> yes, exactly. Give the pros from Dover five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
But they invited us over for dinner and then they oh, watched the game. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, but yeah. That's weird Jordan hasn't watched a single game ever. <sighs> it no, is. I'm, yeah, well, it's but, fine. But, yeah. Well, um, um, I don't know why she didn't go at all last season, but it's not been warm enough this season mm-hmm. for her to go yet. Cool. Well, we'll see her at the LA game. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Yeah. So, um, predictions? Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> I think we'll lose 2-1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope we win 2 nothing, but uh, I'm that's pie in the sky. Yeah. Sort of bullshit. Yeah. So. I have a question, by the way. Yes. When we were talking about the New England game. Yes. As I know that it has been a thing in the league, and I think with the crew, that some of our, some older foreign players... Mm-hmm. Do not play matches that are on turf. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, that is not the case with any of our current players. Not that I'm aware of, but that that would be an interesting thing to look into. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I mean, Mensa played in yeah. the New England game. Um, Santos played in the New England yeah. game. So the, the fact that we still have fucking turf stadiums in this league, you know. Yeah, 2022 is bullshit. But um, I think that there's probably a pretty strong relationship between teams that play on turf and the wealth of their ownership group. Yeah, of course. I mean, Seattle (laughs) plays on turf. Atlanta plays on turf. Atlanta plays on uh, turf. Uh, Is is Yankee Stadium turf? No, no, it's grass. It's grass, okay. Well, you know, great question. Yeah. Yeah. all right, you got anything else? I don't. All right, well, we are the pros from Dover. Thanks for listening. We'll be back um, ostensibly next week, although we have to figure out when we're going to record because tomorrow or, uh, tomorrow starts Columbus Craft Beer Week, and uh, I'm going to be busy all week. So we might be recording in my backyard on a Sunday. We'll let you know. Thanks for listening. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes Oops, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana, nana, 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 nana